Whether you're about to go out on that all-important first date or you're planning a special meal for your special someone of many years, Las Vegas has an overwhelming number of options for date night dinners at all sorts of price points. Luckily, today on CityCast Las Vegas, we've got writer Al Mancini. He's the creator of online restaurant guide Neon Feast and lead producer Sonia Cho Swanson. Both have had their fair share of sit-down dinners at that perfect intersection of good eats and good romance. We'll cut through the noise with Rex for some of the best date night dinners in Vegas. It's Thursday, November 9th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Sonia Cho Swanson and Al Mancini, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Thanks. It's great to be here. Well, we're all locals, and we all probably have complicated feelings about the Strip. When, When is taking your date to the Strip a good idea, and when is it a bad idea? <laughs> When you want the wow factor, you know, there's that's what the strip is there for, right? And if you want to, also, if you want to show off how much money you can spend, there you there's go. no place better to show. If you want to whip out that black card, that American Express black card, the strip's the place to do it, right? Um, and look, I love the Las Vegas strip. There's never been a better time for dining off strip than there is right now. But as far as a serious date night, Whether it's just that you want to get to know somebody that you don't know all that well or, you know, you just want some quiet time alone with somebody that you love. I mean, I think Off Strip has it going on most of the time. Although I will say now with all the traffic and parking woes is not the best time to go to the Strip. So unless you (laughs) want to showcase your uh, uh, road rage to your date. (laughs) Or how good you are at getting around the back entrances, right? Okay, like, you know, there, sometimes that's that'll impress people. <laughs> that's totally, I think, the, the if we're going to be weighing pros and cons here, uh, I think Al nailed it on the nose. Um, the wow factor is super pro. There's really no getting around it. The con is you could get some serious date night buzzkill uh, with that traffic, with not knowing ahead of time, I think, the best route. Yeah. And I mean, from moment that you pick up your date to moment that you're being seated at your table at the sit-down restaurant, if you're going to the strip, I mean, can you imagine like being so excited about going to that dinner and then that extra 15 minutes in line <laughs> at the valet, and then all of a sudden you get to the front and they're like, we're full? I mean, ugh, ugh, yikes! you're already off to a bad start. I think if you're going to be on date night, especially if you're driving there with your date, and I don't look, I've been married 30 plus years, but I still want to impress my date when I'm on date night with her. Um, you want a valet, right? Like, I'm sorry if you can't afford to valet. To me, there's nothing less romantic than getting out <laughs> in a parking garage, right? And then, having- what do you mean, Al? <laughs> the atmosphere inside the parking garage isn't conducive to romance. <laughs> it's so steamy in there sometimes, like, literally. <laughs> They all feel like like the opening scene of a Law and Order episode when you're walking <laughs> through those parking garages. So no, no valet. 
Learn how much it costs to valet. Don't complain about it when you're there. Just, you know, you got it covered. And, you know, keep in mind that even if the valet is full, $20 cash always gets you past that guy. That's a good tip. All right. Well, let's let's get to the main course, if you will, uh, and, and hit that food. So I want to break this down, Al and Sonia, into price points because not everybody has those big bucks. Um, and, and so whether it's strip or off strip, let's start the first price point, let's say 10 to $25 per person before you get to tax and tip. Where are we going? For me, I'm, th- I'm going to go uh, two, two types of food, I think, immediately at that price point. Either going to do a great pizza place mm. or I'm going to, I'm thinking ramen. Okay, and they give you two completely different effects, but they're both in the same price point. Las Vegas is known for having really, really good pizza from around the world, and it's not slice shops for the most part. So there are a lot of good places where you can sit down and have a good pizza. You keep the price low. Everybody likes pizza. You don't have to worry about intimidating your date that maybe they're not into what's there. Pretty much just about everybody likes pizza, uh, and you can keep the price point really low. I would do it in that case. My go-to would probably be Good Pie on Main Street um, because I honestly think that the um, the Arts District is a great neighborhood to be in if you're on a date. So I would consider that because you can go to the theater afterwards, you can go to good lounges afterwards, you can walk someplace afterwards, and you're staying off the strip. But ramen, I think people should not overlook. Ramen is very, very affordable. You feel like you're doing something fancy, something you could talk about, but there's not a lot of intimidation factor, right? Because at the end of the day, it's noodles and broth. And delicious. Yeah. And so those are my options when you're trying to keep it inexpensive. Do you have a favorite ramen place you'd go to? Uh, I happen to like Manta Ramen a lot. Um, there are a lot of good ramen places in in Chinatown. Ramen Hashi is one that a lot of the experts that I surveyed for my, my app, that they all recommended Ramen Hashi, and I've been there once or twice. I like it a lot. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, Las Vegas has a lot of fantastic ramen restaurants. I mean, we On my app, we have a whole section dedicated to ramen um, because that's how many good ones there are. Yeah. How about you, Sonia? Pizza and ramen sound about right for that price point? Oh, absolutely. I will never say no to pizza and ramen on the same day. I will go to pizza (laughs) for lunch and ramen for dinner. But I have uh, maybe like a slightly counterintuitive pick for my low price date point. And this might not be for everyone because, say, it lacks in romantic vibes. But I would suggest going to a grocery store that has like a food service counter and some tables and chairs. Okay, you look really skeptical, David. You're, you're sending us to Whole Foods? <laughs> no, David. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've got an independent grocery store for you over on South Fort Apache and 215. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? It's Ron's Market, Eastern oh, European yeah. Meat in Delhi. It is an, it's owned by an, a Russian-speaking Armenian family. And so you'll get Armenian food like kebabs and um, something called lamajun, which is this like really thin crisp Armenian pizza that's like slathered with like spiced meats. It's so good. Have you been there? I like Ron's. I like Ron's it's a lot. It's so good. Yeah. And it just came up on my phone as or on my Facebook or something like 12 years ago. I posted a picture from the first time I was in Ron's that just popped up this week. Oh, and no I was way. like, oh, man, I haven't been back there in a while. So I really do like it. But I don't know that there's any date vibe in Ron's. OK, OK. Hear me out. I mean, I've been hearing you and not interrupting. I still haven't said, <laughs> take your first date to a grocery store. <laughs> this is like the ultra low pressure date, though, right? Where you're like not sure that you want to spend like 
two hours with them, but you, you might want to spend one hour with them. And then you can like explore the grocery store. Oh, see, I do like that. I do like that. Going up and down the aisles, always right? like ample fodder for conversation. If you're with somebody adventuresome, it could be a lot of fun to go to Ron's. Um, absolutely. But And also, I haven't interacted with the staff there that much. So I, I don't really, I can't remember like. Okay, you're not you're not paying for like service there, you know, but but the food is excellent and you're going to pay less than 20. It's going to be like 10 to 15 bucks per plate, you know, and then that gives you some, some leeway to try out new things that maybe you've never tried before. I love that suggestion of pizza or ramen. And I just want to throw in a couple that I really enjoy for date night. I, I like the original Setabello. I, I think that's a fantastic place to share the way you pull off the the crust and things. It's very, I don't want to say intimate, but it's it's definitely suggests a familiar feeling, a comfort, a trust with somebody. Uh, also, if if you can grab an Ethiopian place, I think that also has that same kind of shared plate experience, which is really fun in Ethiopian food, notoriously in that price range, which is really good. You have to be with somebody who likes to eat with their hands. Right. Because right, right. if you're doing it correctly, right? And I know that, you know, it depends who you're dating, right? Like, basically, you have to ask yourself a lot about your date's personality. Are they willing to pull off a piece of bread and then dig in and, you know, start eating in front of you that way? Because I agree, shared foods are always fantastic for date night. You know what else? Actually, that's a really good point. It's a great litmus test to see if your date is good at compromise. Mm -hmm. Because if they're not, if they're just like, I'm going to order what I want, you know, you you hope you're along for the ride. That's maybe a warning (laughs) sign. Yeah, for sure. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas' most talked-about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Let's uh, let's step up. We're going to go next level. And I'm going to call this one 30 to 60 bucks per person before tax and tip. So, Al, you're the good leadoff, man. What do we got? Um, well, I had said, I think, we're in this price range. I'd start looking to Spanish and tapas restaurants. I happen to think that EDO Tapas um, in Chinatown on Spring Mountain Road, it's it's quiet in there. A lot of Spanish restaurants tend to be noisy party scenes. <laughs> um, this place tends to be a little quieter. You know, you can get romantic in there. Um, you could do their full tasting menu for about $90 a person. That's not your price range, obviously, but you can do... Yeah, yeah I was going to say... <laughs> portion. No, but you could do normal shared portions... 
Um, I honestly think that you could get like um, wines in there that start at like twelve dollars a glass. So you know, it's you're moving into that that range. So I, I would definitely look at into EDO in that point. Um, I would also up it maybe from just a straight up pizza place to an Italian slash pizza restaurant. So now I would go over to Manzu Italian Oven. By Chef Giovanni Morrow. Monsu, so good. Oh, I love Monsu. I love Monsu. I love the owners there. There's live music in there on weekends, which can be really cool. Uh, you can just order a very basic Roman style pizza. It's easy. Or if you're if you want to get experimental, he does a lot of Sicilian dishes that you're not going to find anywhere else in Las Vegas. So there's the chance to really get excited about the food. I love that, Al, that you just not only up the game on price, but also with pizza. So yeah, Manzu, <laughs> I love that experience. It's a great space. Uh, I would definitely, though it's crowded in there, I would call it I would call it romantic for sure. Yeah, I, I love Manzu. They've got great pizza, um, good bread, just like really like wonderful classic, you know, white tablecloth service. At, like I think with, for for that level of service, I think a very reasonable price point. The the sweet pizza that's there, like with the bacon on it, it Ooh, it's kind of like a, I haven't had that one. It's like a jam, and then but also it's definitely like a dessert pizza, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I, I don't I don't recall that one specifically, but I've had so many great meals in there. I always have a fantastic time when I go there. You want your date to be able to find something they're comfortable with, no matter how adventuresome they are, right? You don't want to force people to be at a higher level of adventure than, than makes them comfortable. I mean, unless that's what I suppose that's what you're looking for on a date, in which case, put them to the test. But you know, that's why I like a restaurant like Montu, because somebody that wants to try something brand new, you could do their stuffed lemon leaves. Um, you know, you Ooh. could do really interesting stuff. I mean, they'll do calamari and, you know, he works with, um, I mean, sometimes he even gets crazy and starts working with, you know, really like offal, like, you know, organ meats and things like that. If you want to really push your limit or you just order a nice pizza or, or a very familiar pasta and you're happy. So fair, fair. And I, I just looked it up, y'all, just to make sure I wasn't having a fever dream. And I found my pizza. It's the apricot pizza. So it's oh. apricot jam, bacon, Laura Chanel goat cheese, pine nuts, and arugula. And I'm telling you, that thing is good for entree or dessert. It's so <laughs> Sweet and rich and delicious. Oh, my God. I would eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love it. Right? Yeah. I do remember that pizza. That's a good pizza. Can I ask you guys? All right. Because I, I feel like my pick for the midpoint is maybe... Man, I'm here with the controversy. I just don't know that, like... I can't decide if it's a good pick or not. Go, go, go. I'm so curious. I mean, it's not going to be another grocery store, I'm guessing. So, you're, you're in the clear <laughs> A better grocery store. Now I'm choosing store. Whole Foods, David. Now I'm going out and graduating to Whole Foods. Okay, okay. So, I really like the food at Cleaver, which is, you know, kind of an upscale steakhouse just off the strip. Very modern take. Great cocktail menu. Um, just fun. It's very, like, vibey. It feels very trendy. It's kind of like a place you could really impress someone. I am waiting for the controversy. That's an awesome pick, Sonia. I love Cleaver. It's so great. Okay, here's what I don't love about it is that there's all these tiny little upcharges. Like, okay, you have to pay extra $4 for a peppercorn crust. They charge for flavored butters. They charge for rubs. They charge for like sides. They charge for like, you know what I mean? And like, 
Look, they have like a happy hour from five to eight every single day. It's an awesome happy hour. And it's great. That's the deal with Cleaver is you have to know what the happy hour deals are because yeah. they have usually two a day, if I remember correctly. And some some of the stakes can be like up to 50% off during happy hour. And if you if you play their happy hour game, you're getting great deals at Cleaver. Okay. So maybe that's the maybe that's the trick then is if you ask your date if they want to grab a happy hour meal. That sounds like a happy meal. Yeah. <laughs> but if they want to join you for a happy hour, then you kind of set the bar at a different place. Because otherwise, I think it's so easy to just like suddenly look at your bill and think like, whoa, this is not a mid-range meal anymore. This is suddenly like a very pricey meal. Yeah, I would have named Cleaver if you, but when you, I looked at your price points, I, I thought that I'd be hard pressed to get in there under that. But I think you can, but you have to play that happy hour game. Yeah. Well, what about you, David? What's your uh, mid-range date night pick? Okay, so now I'm going to be thrown out the controversial one. <gasps> For mid-range, uh, going over to Tivoli Village and hitting Ada's. Why is that controversial? That's such a nice place. Nothing controversial. One of my favorite restaurants in Las Vegas, Ada's. I mean, the restaurant itself is really good, but going to Tivoli may be a little like, I don't know, wah-wah. You're kind of going to a glorified mall oh. in a lot of ways. It's not really a standalone Although, you know, it, the parking is really easy and you can make a beeline. There's an elevator that's right by there. And yeah, so maybe not as controversial as I thought it would be. <laughs> but the one I, I'll give you one reason it's controversial for me. And um, I'm sure James Trees is going to hear this and he's going to smack me next time he sees me. Uh -oh. But um, no restroom inside the inside of the restaurant. Yeah. You have to walk outside and use a common restroom that is, you know, off of the park there at Tivoli and Ugh, with the common people. Ugh. It's not that far. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that far, but you know, it's getting cold. But it's disruptive. It's disruptive for the date night. And that's our whole point. It's disruptive to the date night. That's all. Yeah. Okay. They have some good plates that can be shared. Um definitely great wine program. And their yeah, their wine vibe is point on. They, they they really talk you through it and they're extremely knowledgeable over there. I mean, definitely chat up the servers because I think, especially in that price range, uh, I've never had more engaged uh, sort of um, people helping you who know everything. Even the guy like kind of just cleaning up, you're like, hey, do you know what's in here? And we'll give you like a list of all the ingredients that are in the <laughs> item because they're that well trained. The thing a lot of people don't know about Ada's is that is that's a Chef James Trees restaurant. And he has, of course, several hugely popular restaurants here in Las Vegas. He also has Osolito Posto. He has Esther's Kitchen. Um, and all of those, those two get, you know, tons of attention. But the beauty about Ada's is that's where they do the more experimental dishes. That's where they work through concepts that they're trying out. Um, and that is really like the, the mad genius laboratory for James's little culinary empire. And Jackson Stamper, who runs it day to day, is a fantastic chef, very creative. And then their wine goddess, Kat, you know, you hit the nail on the head. She talks to you. She figures out what it is that you like. And they pride themselves on having wines that not a lot of people have heard of, but they're fantastic. And they're a lot more affordable than what you're going to find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great gem to drop to when you're taking someone out on a date there to say that this is kind of like the mad laboratory of the James Trees empire. I love that. I love that fact. We've been ramping up to the main event, the heavyweights, the top Ooh. tier, the pricey, pricey, the it's not less than $70 per person before tax and tip. And there is no ceiling. Back to Al Mancini. What's what's the top tier? 
Well, I mean, I'll tell you where I'm going a couple days from when, you know, when I'm chatting with you. I just put in a reservation for Nomad Library in Park MGM. My wife just got a new job. She wants to celebrate. Um, We want to go out. We want it to be a special night, a place where maybe I'm not taking pictures of all the food where, you know, it's actually the two (laughs) of us together. And we love Nomad Library. It's one of the most gorgeous dining rooms in all of Las Vegas. It looks reminiscent of the library in Beauty and the Beast, right? If you'd seen that. That. It's just, it's so romantic. There's a lot of table side service, table side preparations, all those bells and whistles that I really, really love. So that's right now, that's where I'm going on my next date. So I love Nomad Library. Of course, you know, you can throw out the easy ones. Eiffel Tower is a fantastic place to go on a date. Prime Steakhouse, if you like steak, is the most romantic steakhouse. But man, I just love Nomad. I think it's just a really romantic place. What, a, what kind of food do they serve there? Do you know what you're ordering yet? I don't know what I'm ordering yet. I think I'll do some steak tartare, and they usually prepare that table side. It's also the place where you can get a $100 chicken. I, don't, I haven't checked the exact what? price, but it was always known as having like the most expensive, but it's a truffle chicken, and yeah, and it's got foie gras, and it's big enough to share. The chicken does talk. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the chicken knows 17 different common phrases in four different languages, so it's worth 100 bucks. This chicken had friends and got massages its whole life. <laughs> It's a good chicken and there's there's foie gras and truffles and all of that stuff and you can share it and it's worth doing. Um, but, you know, just general, I mean, it, it has a, a varied menu. You're going to find something there for everybody. And I think it's just a, an absolutely fantastic restaurant. It really sets the mood for romance. I got to ask you, Al, what are you prepared to drop uh, money-wise? Um, I mean, I don't think we're going to go crazy. You know, we're not going to order the caviar service and all that, you know, those kind of things. But I would expect that I'm going to drop... Be, I mean, with t- tax tip, I don't know, three to four hundred bucks, probably, maybe a little more. I don't expect to break the five hundred dollar mark on that for that meal. Um, and I think I could, I think people could do it, you know, easily, keeping it in that three to four hundred range for two. And we also talked on the podcast recently about the entertainment that's nearby, uh, with Brian Newman holding court. Sometimes Lady Gaga shows up over there on the other side of the restaurant. Um, so if you time it right, you could actually get a double double out of that of that date night. Yeah, the one thing that's interesting about them, and they're they're definitely one of my favorite places for dinner and music, but that the you, the they actually shut down the restaurant and then Brian Newman comes out afterwards. So there's, so, I mean, you could stick around afterwards, but during the normal dinner service hours is not when Brian comes in. But when he does come in and if, if Gaga is playing and if she's in town, there's always a good chance you'll see her. Although to be honest, Brian's so great that you don't really need to have Gaga there to have a great night. Controversial, but true point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, what about Sonia? You got you've got uh, an unlimited budget now in Vegas. What's your date night? You know, okay. So one of the nicest dinners that I've been taken to, because uh, I would not have paid for this out of pocket, uh, but I was uh, treated to was at Wing Lei at the Wynn, which is a, a classic Chinese restaurant. It's actually the first Chinese cuisine restaurant on the entire continent of North America to earn a Michelin star. I mean, we don't have Michelin here in Vegas anymore, but it's, you know, been rated to that level. Um, and they have a special set menu for Peking Duck. I don't know. Are you guys Peking Duck fans? I'm not. No. Are you serious? My problem with the wing lays of the world, and by the way, the wing lay is the best at what they do, okay? But we, so had a, good. we had a movement in Las Vegas where a lot of those restaurants were opening up maybe about 10 years ago, and these are the super, super pricey Chinese restaurants, and they usually cater to tourists. Um, my only problem with them is they always want me to have the Peking duck, 
And if I'm spending four or $500 a head on dinner, I want to have dishes that I've never had anywhere else and that are not dishes with which I'm familiar. That's why I would go to the Robichons of the world when I'm spending that kind of money, you know, pretty frequently. So for me, I don't know, man. It's a lot to spend on Peking duck as great as Wing Lei is. Well, their Peking duck is very good. You're getting Peking duck at a level that you're not going to get at pretty much any like kind of corner shop in Las Vegas. As, as much as those mom and pop shops do a great job, the Peking duck here is exquisite. Like that really crisp skin that just like melts in your mouth. It's just so decadent. And for $138.88, eight being a very lucky number in Chinese culture, of course, uh, you can get this incredible six course meal. You get table carved Peking duck with, you know, all the little, the little like wrappers and stuff, duck salad, shumai, braised eggplant with duck, duck fried rice, and like a dessert selection, which I assume does not include duck, if I recall correctly. <laughs> For that many courses is a good deal in exactly. Las Vegas. It's a tremendous deal in Las Vegas. And you get this really special kind of exquisite experience. Like I remember they actually brought me a tiny chair for my purse that they pulled up to the table. It was like uh, a toddler sized chair. And I was like, this is really special. That's one of my wife's favorite things when they bring a purse chair over. The first time she had it was it. at Wynn, as a matter of fact, at, at the old Alex at Wynn. And she was like, oh, my God, my purse gets a, a, its own little stool. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. And Wing, that room at Wing Lei is beautiful. It's kind of bathed in gold when you walk in there. And it's just it's – it's an incredible setting. I, it, I'm not saying anything bad about Wing Lei. I love the place. But I, I get it. If you're not a fan of duck, that might not be the way to go. I, I, I'm going to go a little more affordable even in the high tier – my spot, for, um, I'm going to say Main Street Provisions, uh, going back to Al's start in the Arts District. Y you can't beat the Arts District, you know? And, and it really is conducive to that date vibe where you do walk around, you hit any level of cocktail lounge, and there's new ones popping up all the time, but Main Street Provisions has been nailing it. And they have some romantic booths over there that you could do too. They also have really excellent service at the bar top, or you could be on the little patio to do people watching. You could run up the bill. Those steaks are not cheap, but they are delicious. That's what I was going to ask you. Is it really price-wise in the top tier, you think? Oh yeah, you you could easily you could easily spend one hundred and fifty dollars for two people at Main Street Provisions. Uh, you get the okay. right apps. You do that um, amazing tartare that they have going over there. You get a couple of cocktails. Really nice uh, mixology program. I enjoy the Harvey Dent because it comes with <laughs> a seasonal pickled vegetable inside. Last season oh God, it was okra, that. baby okra in my cocktail. Um, I'm looking forward to my next time there because I'll figure out what the new seasonal vegetable is um, that's going to be pickled for my delight. Yeah, no, you could spend some money, but you're not going crazy, crazy there, right? You get that good food. I think it's a bargain. I have Main Street Provisions in my notes. My problem was that I wasn't sure which price range to put it into because depending on what mood that I'm in, yeah. you, you could be in the middle tier if you want to keep it low, but you can definitely go into the higher tier. It kind of straddles there. But again, it's in the Arts District. It has everything right across the street from the Majestic Repertory Theater. So if you want to go to, which is, by the way, an affordable, great way to do something on date night is to go over to like some see some local theater there in the Arts District as well. And just an insider tip, they've been running a special with Majestic over at Main Street Provisions. So they're doing a prefix over at Main Street. They they time it so because they know when your starting time for your show is uh, for the for the current production. So, yeah, uh, uh, that's a that's a good one. If you want to get in, get out, limit your options because it's prefix, but they're all really good options. So, yeah, Main
Main Street's definitely my pick. We've just been talking about so many places, and we are blessed to have so many options in Vegas. I love that. And you know what? I would date any of the three of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Mancini, Sonia Cho Swanson, thanks so much for joining us here on CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks for having me. Thanks, David. Thanks, Al. And that's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, ah, go tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, subscribe to our morning newsletter, and let's all go out for cheap eats or expensive eats. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Till then, stay lucky. 